welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk. This is Bottled Soccer Talk number 42. My name is Nestor. I'm here with Henry. And as always, two guys, two mics, two pints. And uh, man, 42. I know you got someone in mind. Yes, sir. Number 42. Big game, James Worthy. But I'm actually going to go with my big game player, and that's <laughs> Yaya Torre. Number yeah, 42, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Torre. Fuck, man. You know, it's crazy. I have my jersey, too. It's in my car. I, I was just playing in it uh, last week. Um, one of my f- favorite all-time players at his prime. Unstoppable, unplayable. Like, the guy was just so proficient with his feet for a he, big guy. I feel like a, I feel like he's going to become underrated in the annals of time. Yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't, like, super... He wasn't wrapped up in the stardom of being an icon like that. But he was just so good on on his day, you know, unstoppable. There are players that you that you tend to overlook when you think back in the history. Yeah. And like even right now, I'm struggling to think struggling to think up. But like maybe like Edgar Davids from mm-hmm. Netherlands. You don't really hear a lot of people talk about him too much. Yeah, JJ Okocha. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know that that's the great thing about African football, though, that it has progressed like so much since then with the brand of midfielders, but also with the the strikers. You're at the O's, you're Drogbas, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing. And Mane. This, this is where Torre stood out to me is that he was the most explosive midfielder out of all the midfielders you could name from Africa. Um, typically in Africa, we associate great attackers, you know. Pace. Yeah, pace. And this guy Strength. had all of that wrapped into one but can literally play any position um, from front to back. And he was so back. good. He played center back for, uh, for Barcelona for the beginning of his career and gradually advanced his role. Play, played under Pellegrini and uh, was one of the best attacking mids. But anyways, um, a great tribute to a legend. This is actually the most we've ever talked in, in, and explained the, the number behind an episode. But episode 42, man, longevity. We've been going through it, grinding week in, week out, whether games are going on or not. It's been <laughs> a blessing, man. Yeah, 42 seems pretty significant in some weird way. I don't know why. It's a it's a cool number. It's yeah. like a it's like when I think about the number nineteen forty two, like it just seems like something important happened. I don't know. I think World War Two. Yeah, yeah, you're good with history, man. Yeah. I'm 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 good with history, but terrible with timelines. Oh, uh, dude. Oh, that dude just swept his own player, stamped on him. Check it out. Oh, we're watching uh, the Chelsea West Brom. Yeah. Shellacking in the background. Yes, sir. Uh, it's not quite an ass whooping yet. Yeah. Well. I don't know who that is. What's his name? Huh. No clue. Fuck West Brom is one of those teams that... <laughs> Can't name the starting 11. And there's really no reason to. They're going to relegate <laughs> by the looks of it. Um, it. You know, except this game, they had something different in store, but we'll get into yeah. that later. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a bit. I did uh, before... I guess not before. I guess just to start off, now that we got the special number out of the way in the intro. Um, this is some shit that we were tired of hearing as football fans but more so as humans uh the whole issue of racism you might think or someone out there might think that it's just beaten to death you know and we were tired of hearing of it for sure but that's just because it exists at all uh during uh was it sunday yeah sunday's Um, match between uh, cadiz and valencia and valencia yeah uh, there was a bit of an altercation and some uh, just some negative words in a racist way were uh, were said to a player from Cadiz to the guy from uh, 
Valencia. Do you want to yeah. pick up on that? Yeah, Juan Cala, who, by the way, is, is a good player. Uh, one of uh, Cadiz's top players, if you're looking at him um, from a, an offensive perspective. But, uh, you know, there was a spat between both players. Something occurred in the game. Um, and this is not an excuse for it. But uh, I, I think Juan Cala let the emotions get the better of his judgment in the moment. And he showed his true colors by hurling an insult that he said that I won't repeat, but it's it's a, a racist term. It's uh, degrading, referring to somebody as, as shit, you know, and adding uh, a word in front of it. And I feel that um, it's become so common in past in the past right and now this is uh, iconic moments where uh football today has a chance to really stamp down on it punish a player for that i feel um some people say oh you know how you know how can you be so dumb and say that when you know there's a lot of hot mics right now with no fans but the core issue is that nobody should have those comments to say point blank the fact that people still refer to people in in that way and abuse them racially and subjugate them to that kind of stuff and make them feel uh, inferior that's that's a real thing it's a very real thing in europe still and a, a lot of times you think about that kind of stuff and you think about the baltic regions i mean the balkan regions uh, you know areas like that where unfortunately it's very common but now you know you see such a well-developed country like spain show that a lot of its people still have those deep-rooted feelings of discriminatory acts and racism and all that it still exists and um so far i've heard that there's no there hasn't been a statement on a suspension or anything but mm -hmm. my suggestion would be to possibly suspend them for a whole year you know uh and yeah. this is like maybe by fifa or wh whoever can or the rest of the calendar year at least yeah something because um this can't be just a slap on the wrist for this kind of stuff man it's um the, at the core of the issue, it's it's fucked up to players like Diakabi. Imagine how they feel. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I know people are like, oh, come on, you could just look over it. But, I mean, that really can hurt a person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, um, I, I would assume that it hurts just as much as if it's the first time you hear it versus you hearing it over and over again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know when somebody really wants to say something to hurt you and they bring out the like the worst thing they can think of and say that? That just lets you know what that person thinks I, of you. I, I think I think there's a lot of players get caught up in just saying the most outrageous thing to another player just to get in their head or to try and make them lose focus in the match. Um, or or like Materazzi so famously did against Zidane. I think we've even mentioned that, that example a bunch of times in different areas. But Materazzi said the worst thing he could think of to Zidane. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's no hot mics that picked it up. Mm -hmm. Just just a reaction from Zidane. Imagine if Diakabi decided to act, you know, in aggression mm -hmm. or lose his mind completely and just throw arms. Yeah. You know, throw yeah. hands. Uh, so he he took a more... He was angry visibly, but he took made a decision to come off the pitch. His teammates supported him. Right. And I think... The only reason that they came back on was because the Federation, the Spanish Federation, was telling them that they were going to forfeit and lose 3-0. to zero. Yeah. Um, I think the, the Federation needs to have a bit more spine and be more understanding, and there, there needs to be more rules addressing that sort of situation. Because mm -hmm. a player's not going to come off for no reason. 
And the thing is, they were tied 1-1 when this happened. It could have yeah. been real easy to just say, all right, guys, split a point. This is a, a learning lesson for you guys. We need to do an investigation. We're not going to penalize anybody, but we're also not going to yeah. reward you. Yeah, exactly. Because anything could have happened. It's football. It would have been fair, unfair to, to, to just like give all three points to one side, let alone the side that did the discriminatory act. Which, by the way, as a club, and, and there's evidence now that that was said and what was said... There's hot mics that picked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to say he called him a negro de mierda, which uh, in 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 English translates to, uh, you, you know, the N-word of shit. That's like the worst worst thing you could call somebody, bro. He went, like, he really felt that to, for that yeah, to come out. because in Spanish, words in certain contexts mean something different. It's yeah. not like, like, if I'm going to call you black uh, in English... There's, you know, different definitions and, you know, even even then it can be used as as bad. But, yeah, in the context that he said that, yeah, it's like it's tough, man. It's um, uh, like as Cadiz as a club, it would it would be monumental to terminate his contract. I mean, mm-hmm. I know you, you lose a lot of money, you know, it, it's but how big would that be? You know, I'm sure they have some sort of like stipulation or clauses. Mm-hmm. Where if a player acts in a negative uh, way or represents the club in a negative way, they can terminate his contract. Yeah, sure. Um, it sucks because this guy's a really skilled player. He's just a bonehead. You know, he he made a bonehead uh, mistake. I don't think that's a bonehead. I think that's just m- malicious, and he's being an a- he he's showing like you say true his true colors. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah an yeah. asshole being an asshole. We should we're surprised that it's him, but we're not surprised that he showed it. Yeah, and it just shows that 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 sentiment still is is pretty prevalent. Cause there's there's guys that will actually say it, and there's guys that will bite their tongue, but still have those sentiments uh, ingrained in them. Yeah. Which that's that's every that's anybody. You never really know that to to full extent, right? But um. Yeah, we don't know anybody's prejudices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, sad sad day for football, sad day for La Liga, and the way they've handled things, and really um. It's starting to become apparent that there needs to be some more changes, maybe some more opportunities for for more uh, minorities to get into, uh, you know, more positions of power within the Federation. I feel like a lot of the heads that are patrolling that still are old white English men or not English men, uh, European men that hold well, a yeah, lot of power. Spain has a pretty dirty history with racism. I yeah. mean Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't only it doesn't end there. It spreads over to France and all these other countries like the highest, most elite, most of the time, will let that kind of shit slide. I think more people, uh, you know, more, more minorities that are thinking about the rights of people should hold those powers. Um, hopefully in the future, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah. We'll figure day. out how to navigate these sort of situations where it's not an automatic, automatic forfeit. I know there, I'm sure there's some sort of rule that someone followed uh, to the T. Yeah, they need to figure something out and either punish or let things go, like you said, because it was a draw. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty that, crazy. Then, then in the aftermath, Wankala doubled down. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't quite get all that. Uh, you, uh, you should I, let me. I might. I didn't. I didn't look too much into it because it was pretty upsetting. Just to just to instead of him. I don't know. I know he does. No one wants to admit it because that's a career killer. He's like he won't say I said some bad things, mm-hmm. uh, but 
I don't know, to hold a press conference and then oh, demand an apology. He demanded an apology. <laughs> he uh, he said he basically said, "I have black friends. I can't be racist." Sort of <laughs> shit, you know. <laughs> you ever what hear a that? Fucking and, bad and, it, and it sounds like it sounds like they say that. It sounds like they make black friends just to say that they have black friends, you know? Yeah. and Just so they can be ra- freely racist. And maybe it's not even like the, these guys are even friends of theirs. They're pr- it's probably people that they just know or might say like hi to. Yeah. And even like those black people know like, hey, man, this dude's weird. Like he has weird tendencies. <laughs> gotta, he probably I, doesn't really fuck with us. I got, yeah. I, yeah. He's always clowning and shit. about that guy. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a it's a unfortunately a common sentiment in Europe, bro, like the the words they use and that's that's always been a thing out there and it's still prevalent you know yeah yeah it just as reactions in the uh in the aftermath of the situation immediately during mm-hmm. the game uh he looked like he was he he had this look where he's guilty i don't know yeah like he's yeah. like fuck i shouldn't have said that fuck why yeah. don't i why don't i just keep my mouth fucking shut but anyway um yeah man that's that's that on that. Uh, hopefully, they can figure out something else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, by the way, I'm, we're, as we're watching this game, Ivanovich is jacked. Yeah, he's he's what the pretty fuck? ripped. Well, he's. I think he's Russian, no? He's a. I want to say Serbian. Oh, Serbian. I mean, Some, yeah, those motherfuckers are fucking. Yeah, something crazy. from Yugoslavia. <laughs> you know, who was Loki jacked, but you wouldn't really know. Um, Kolarov, like he was pretty like. Oh lean. really? Yeah, he looked like a boxer basically. Oh, he's With, got that like, lean when, muscle. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is funny. He did box uh, one of the city staff members like back in the day. I'm sure that video is on YouTube for anybody who <laughs> might be interested in that. But um, yeah, now Ivanovich is Jack man, and what you were mentioning earlier, uh, Aspilicueta's legs, you know. Oh yeah, he's got those old school legs. Quite robust, huh? Got the old school legs, but the new school durability. Yeah. It's kind of weird. We were talking about that earlier. Where, if you look back to the '90s or even early 2000s, a lot of players had big legs. Over yeah. the years, you've noticed that they're they're not as big or muscular, but they're leaner, you know, and that. I think that's led to a lot of the durability that we're seeing now. So a lot of players are, are durable. Ramos, Modric. Fuck, all of all of Madrid, basically, because Madrid's low-key an old team. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, that, that I don't know. I was just noticing how jacked he was. Yeah. Um, so as I, I guess since we're talking about it, um, Chelsea lost, man. Yeah. They did. They sure did. Um, uh, so a lot was made that tu- that Chelsea was undefeated under Tuchel. Yeah. Which is true. And we all thought that Chelsea was just going to run over West Brom because... They should have. They should have. But the red card was bad. I mean, you're playing with 10 men. Um, I mean, still, you they know... They were up one, at 1-0 at that point. Yeah, I think... I think I don't know how Tuchel handled it tactically, but I would have... Even though I'm not a fan of this play, when you have 10 men, park the bus, man. Park the bus and don't even worry so much about the attack. This is just because you're outnumbered. It's, it's math. Simple maths. <laughs> um, you know, which is funny, by the way, in, in the in the UK, they call like math classes. Ar- arithmetic maths. maths. Yeah, it's uh, quite odd that. Um, but yeah, man, it was a mathematical thing. And to be fair, um, West Brom surprised me because they have glimpses of like... 
You know what? They, they can be a really, decent attack in the side. They, yeah. they were going after it. Yeah. <laughs> the, they have like little glimpses. It's like, shit, if they had a progressive manager, bro, like with actual tactics and not just a relegation assignment project that you have and shit. Um, yeah, man. I think they could actually do bits. Maybe <laughs> somebody like Slavin Bilic. Ah, fucking <laughs> hell. Fucking Ivanovic kept up with Werner. Check this out. And Werner's on a full stride, too. Fuck that guy. Oh. <laughs> He said, right then, I'll hop He's back. Like, yeah. And then he pulled his hammy. Fuck, man. The old man. Three minutes is all he could give us. <laughs> that sucks, man. Shit. <laughs> Ah oh, man, that's that's it's dope tough. because he's like he's he's he was training with these guys not too long ago, you know. He, yeah, he, used to he play knows with them. them. Yeah, yeah. That's it, man. You know when you tore it. Yep, that little head shake. Fuck, man. Yeah. Poor guy. Fr- well, frustrating, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. At his age, it's probably gonna take months for him to come back. For sure. Well, yeah, he's probably not gonna play again this season. And I suspect if they get relegated, he's going to want no business with that. Oh, of course yeah, not. He's going to go somewhere else, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Chelsea, um, a lot was made that they were undefeated on a Tuchel. And um, they were, I want to say, tied for second or first or something with points. Since he got assigned to Since he, yeah. yeah. And... Um, they happened to get bombed out five to two against West Brom. What's up with that? Like I said, I I I think without the red card, we, we could be having a different conversation. But um, yeah, still, you know, you would at least hope they can hold on for a draw. <laughs> but uh, it goes to show that, truthfully, Thiago Silva is the cornerstone of that defense. Without without him, that sharpness doesn't exist, and you know. Two bad challenges on his part. I know I'm feeding into it, but this yeah. is why I say that the whole thing with uh, Tuchel being undefeated, you know, Chelsea, this and that. Not to say that they're a bad team. And also not to say that they're a great team. But that's why that that narrative didn't matter to me. Because yeah. this game doesn't, it doesn't reflect the reality. Nine <sighs> times out of ten, Chelsea's winning this match and... Yeah, but the ten men thing, man, that's that's a pretty big that, deal. It's a tough one, and it doesn't matter because they're still gonna probably end up in fourth. It's a fluke because it's like it's you totally know, a fluke. Yeah, 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 it's a fluke. So I, but I, you know, the the record's over now. It's back to reality. You know, the honeymoon phase is over. Now it's really time to dig in. And I thought they played well today in in the Champions League. And they're gonna look the same next next match. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they won their their Champions League match pretty. Pretty handily. Mason Mount, Mount, Mount. Hey. But yeah. why weren't we singing that against West Brom? Um, oh, he didn't even play, did he? Yeah, he, he they were resting his legs. I mean, es el crack. They thought they probably underestimated West Brom, but you want to keep your best eggs for the for the for the, the last meal. Yeah, and uh, hey, it paid off. He had fresh legs, and boy, what a turn! Um, great touch, rotates right into the spot he wants. Has a has a look. He said right then, uh, left side keeper can do nothing. Well placed shot. Nice little drag back with a uh, yeah, little uh, little reverse turnaround. Yeah, and a few weeks ago, I, I we posed the question: Is Mason Mount the truth? Because I think this second half of the season, he's picked up a decent head of steam now, where you can start to take him more serious. 
There's a big enough uh, sample size to, yeah, to be able to judge him off of. To his advantage, I think he's playing for a much better manager now, too. So that's only going to elevate his game. Um, it's too early to be, uh, you know, calling him the next, you know, I don't know who somebody seemed like the next Lampard, but damn near. <laughs> Listen, man, the kid puts in a shift every time. There's no denying that. Great technique um, on, on dead balls, he, too, he, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's his specialty. And, yeah, he's, a, he's up there always with the top performers. Yeah, well, at see, least the top uh, effort. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, he tries real hard. It's like when, you're, when your parents, would, or not your parents in particular, but like parents will ask the coach, like the worst kid on the team's parents will be like, how's he doing? Like, oh, yeah, oh, that was definitely oh, not oh, my yeah, parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cocky. I was, I was nah, dad's coach. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, he that had is no true. Option. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But in that case, it's always like, oh, why, what I mean, can he do to play more? Son. Yeah, but, you know, I will say this. Um, he's impressed me. He's impressed me a lot, man. And, um, He's doing himself a lot of favors by putting in that work and uh, being yeah. consistent. That's the biggest thing because I I don't like to see that shit. Like Fornals is like this, by the way, just a player that plays in the same realm position. He's good for a few weeks and then you won't hear about him. But Miguel Almiron, another guy, you know, there's these certain players who are just there for moments in the season, and you're like, okay, they're good. But I think the biggest thing is doing it consistently. Yeah, that's because those guys' peaks, when, when they do decide to show up, are super obvious and they're super... And they're glamorous too, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just able to, to, to see it without without a doubt. But the guy, but Mount performs at the low-key level, but does his job every single time. Yeah, you'll you'll he'll never miss out on a tackle it's, or like. It's kind of like him. when your girlfriend's treating you right, like she brings you lunch every day, right? Yeah, and other stuff, and then the day that Whoa. she doesn't, you're like, wow, damn, for you gonna be like that for or real? Or you're like, fuck, or you overthink. You're like, whoa, what did I do? Yeah, like, yeah. for her not to be yeah, treating you yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Is she doing it for someone else now? Yeah, you know, and then she'll pick it up again tomorrow, and then she just happened to be like on her period or something that day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's Mount. Mount Mount's there every day. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, he's consistent. I'll give him that. Oh, what I'd like to see more from him uh, would be more versatility. You know, uh, like I'm saying, if if I want him to elevate to the level, yeah, uh, where people can justify the hype, I just want him to see him be a little bit more more direct. But. uh yeah, he's coming good, man. I'll, I'll be honest, man. I, for a moment, I was kind of clowning him, too, and his fans, but I'm starting to see the bigger picture with him. Um, didn't play this match. Uh, as you said, you were right. He was uh, shown there on the bench. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for yeah. that young man. Um, I think he's up there with Foden and and Grealish, well, in my opinion. I think he's a step below those guys, and he's there along with Greenwood. Oh, that's not a bad shout. Um, yeah, that's and then I can't. We can't. I think uh, Madison is still a little ahead of him, but not not by much. I think he's almost there. I mean, well, and, obviously and different that's positions. Just to, that's just due to um, Mounts just sticking around. Man, he's showing mm-hmm. up every time. Madison, he, while he is consistent, just I, I think that's Mason Mount's biggest attribute. Because yeah. he's able, you know what you're gonna. He get. plays in a way that's he's able to to uh, to perform like that. Where, yeah, he's just showing up. 
Every, I couldn't think of a metaphor. Yeah, everything that like I thought Havertz was going to do this season for them. And uh, granted, he has gotten a little better this month than the last month. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, everything that I thought he was going to do for Chelsea, I feel like Mount has, has really lapped up in, in terms of providing assists and scoring goals here and there. Yeah. He still can actually uh, score more goals if he really puts his mind to it. But, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's becoming more evident that Havertz isn't the playmaker that we thought he was supposed to be. Or that he was in the Bundesliga because he was. I mean, and Werner was a great goal scorer in the Bundesliga, which is is interesting. You know how differently players perform coming from there to another league and doing bits. Well, some ball out. Some ball out. Kroos comes to mind. Uh, one of the best players to come out of the league, in my opinion, in the in the past decade. You know, you can also go with Ozil. Uh, Gundogan has done pretty well for himself. But it's not always that Bundes that Bundesliga tr- uh, transition goes smoothly. Jovic is another guy who didn't really adapt well to that. Yeah. So I mean, speaking of Werner, it's obvious that Chelsea need a striker, right? Yeah. And uh, a big rumor right now. I know you're gonna hate it. Well, I know you do hate it. Yeah, I, I don't really like. Ah, uh, well. It would Serge- make sense though. I'm not gonna. Sergio lie. Aguero to Chelsea. All right, guys. Sergio Aguero to Chelsea. Wrap your head around it. Let me. Let me. Just... Well, we know he looks good in blue. Yeah, and I know he probably loved London. I'm, I'm not gonna lie; it's a great city. Here's the thing: that there's there's layers to this, like an onion. You know, I mean blood. Uh, <laughs> so back in 2017, 16, Frank Lampard joined City, right? Um, Super Frankie, City legend. I like to call him jokingly. Um, you know, a lot of Chelsea fans were heated when that happened, and including uh, Roman Abramovich, he was probably heated too. You know, just imagining like, okay, uh, you're gonna take our legend. All right, I feel like this is gonna be Abramovich getting back at, at Sheikh Mansour and the City fans and the club, and, and poaching our, our legend because that's what Frank Lampard was for Chelsea. They're pretty much their best player ever, yeah. um, and that's what Aguero is to us. It would be so poetic, but it would break my heart. Yeah, but it's um, I, Balak, Michael Balak is another guy from the Bundesliga that made the jump to the Prem and did pretty good. He was okay. I f- always felt like uh, he was always m- a much better national team player than a club player. Um, and but he I, started for Bayern Munich and yeah, Chelsea. For me, Michael Balak is super overrated, but that's just my opinion. And I, I, especially his time in in England. I thought was okay, but it wasn't like, like he doesn't even touch Frank Lampard's heels, you know. But oh, in terms of their their legacy to that, yeah, legacy and just st- statistics and, but no, no shame on Balak. He, I always felt that his best play and his most memorable play, memorable plays, I should say, were in the Germany shirt. The guy was unstoppable. Um, I don't know. I feel like he just really looked at home there, but. Um, but yeah, no, that's not a bad shout though. Andre Shirley wasn't too bad at Fulham, right? <laughs> that was a random ass fucking move, I remember. But to be fair, he was at Chelsea before he went to Fulham. Um, but yeah, uh, Aguero to Chelsea, man. It would be great for Aguero because I feel like he's already he was a walk-in best striker there. This uh, is also an yeah. assumption that Sheikh Mansour got Lampard out of malice. 
I don't think he did. I don't think yeah. he did. I think he got it just because a free agent was available, uh, a class midfielder, by the way. He contributed very well to our uh, to our attack, and he was really good, man. But um, anyways, yeah, I thought it was he just you know got a free agent, but like I'm saying, that sour taste was always there on behalf of Chelsea. No, is this a a rumor or? No, it's a it's a rumor, man. But uh, a lot of London clubs are apparently in for him. It's either it's uh, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Arsenal considering. Um, Because they're trying to get rid of Lacazette for Arsenal and Tottenham. If they get rid of Kane, they're going to want to get somebody near what Kane can offer. Uh, But, you know, Aguero is a big risk. If you're a team, like, I would tread carefully, expecting him to play 90 minutes a game, uh, you know, five games a month. Like, that's not what Aguero is going to give you anymore, I think. But I I hope the best for him. I just hope it's not in England. That's That's just my desire. But pretty crazy, man. Yeah, um, it's just so weird to think of Aguero in another shirt. Even even when you see clips of Aguero in the uh, Atletico shirt, you're like, oh, what? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. It, it, just, it just doesn't. He's been there so long that you forget you yeah. know, that he existed outside of. It's like the his, <laughs> like his uh persona just goes with the city blue you know like fucking his, big sam dude oh uh, what a guy what huh? a character huh <laughs> yeah he's I mean, like the that one uncle that's like hey i see you mijo <laughs> but you know obviously he doesn't speak like that he's a he's a proper brit but um uh, hey man it sucks that he, his relegation streak is gonna be over no I think, I think it'll add another layer to his personality uh Oh my goodness! I'd definitely what like to shot. see what interview they give him, like in the off season, like if he does get that record broken, and like what he makes of that title that he's been given, <laughs> like the. They were they were above relegation when he got hired, right? I'm not sure. I, I don't think they were. To be fair, hmm. they've been there. They've Damn, been down just there. Imagine for he escapes. Well, it'd be the greatest of escapes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Like Sheffield, we have no illusions that they're. That they're leaving, bro. Imagine they go on a, on a, like a low key like a three game winning streak, <laughs> and then that, uh, bro, oh, it's gonna be a, and still unrelegated. I would make a belt for him. Like you if I was to make him, I would celebrate like Aston Villa did last season. Oh yeah, <laughs> like more than uh, twice as much as that. Fuck a party fitting of Big Sam. But uh, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, that's so hilarious. I kind of want that to happen now. I like this whole time I've been rooting for West Brom to get relegated, but now I want to see. I want to see the other side of it. Now. Yeah, it'll it'll be funny, but I don't know if it'll happen, man. They're pretty down there. Yeah, it doesn't don't? look like it, man. This is this is an outlier for sure. Yeah, I mean it would be historic. Fuck, dude, it? it would be crazy. The scene. Ooh. Oh, he didn't. Oh, oh, he didn't have to do that. Two goals in stoppage time, West Brom. You didn't have to do that. Pereira. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on from from that. Um, what what the what other news do we have? Oh, there. So Tottenham drew this weekend. Yeah. They drew against Newcastle. <laughs> Fucking two relegation bound teams got positive results. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Newcastle got the draw against Tottenham. And uh, Tottenham were up. Yeah, and they were up 2-0 comfortably. And, yeah, and then uh, uh, Newcastle figured out how to draw. 
so after the after the match, um, Mourinho, who's so famously good historically at saving wins, securing the win, going up one two zero, and parking it. Yeah. Uh, so fucking big Sam, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the report asked him. He's like, "You're so good at saving wins or holding on to wins. What, what's going on now, you guys?" Tottenham's had trouble with that this season. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, same coach, different players. She. Which to me was like, damn, dude, for real? You like you, <laughs> you threw them under the same bus that you parked them on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you, that's so... Ah, uh, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, don't sell your players out. Yeah, that's, that's grimy, you know? And uh, most managers, I, I won't dare say all of them, but most managers are going to... You know, they're going to try and be the face of, of their players. They're going to try and represent them. Yeah, they'll try to uh, absorb all the adversity. As, as best as possible and, you know, shy away from criticizing them. <laughs> what this guy did was the complete opposite. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it is different players. They're, they're not as quality as Madrid or as even Manchester United uh, or Chelsea from back in the day. Or even West Ham. But... You also haven't merited that sort of move or those sort of players anymore. You've lost everywhere you've gone in the last three, four years. Yeah. So you, while I still think he's a quality coach, he, he does need to chill out and, and absorb some of that criticism from his players. Yeah, I think he also needs yeah, he just needs to update his tactics, maybe add some different staff members to his group and practice maybe some new football philosophy, but... I don't know if that will ever happen. He's proven that he's stubborn. He's proven that he's also uh, very chaotic in, in his mannerisms. And by that, I mean, like, yeah, you said he'll throw his players under the bus. He'll say inflammatory comments not only to his opposition, but to his own players or to the officiating. Or to it's always He's always making headlines for that. And I feel like a lot of people are enamored with that persona that he is. But take away all that. And just look at it for the football. I I think he definitely has a lot of room for improvement. Will he be willing to? I still doubt it. Like I said, he's kind of stubborn. But he makes for good television. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still think there's room for him in, in football in a tactical sense. Maybe inter- international football. Something less competitive, you know, I think. Uh, maybe. Something a lot more structured. Uh or like handmade, yeah. but um, I yeah I think that's fucked up. Uh, he basically blamed his players. Would wouldn't it be nice for him to just take over that Portugal squad? <laughs> like I'm sure they do do well with him. Yeah, well they're a good team that's being mismanaged. Yeah, and then it's like in international football. Obviously, you're not going to have them every week, but. I think with Mourinho's coaching style, it's perfect for international football. Some of the best teams that have advanced in those tournaments are because of how well they set up defensively. Because you can't really do too many offensive tactics when you don't have the players week in, week out. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. But defense is a little easier because it's formation, structure, simple directions on how to cover certain players. But yeah, man, I, I don't hate Mourinho. I just sometimes I hate the way he acts, but... Besides that, I can still, you know, coincide that 
He's an amazing manager. I think his capacities should go over to international football. That's always been my take for the past two years. Hmm. Well documented. Would it, I, wouldn't be, yeah, wouldn't it be a bad idea? I don't know. It's just a thought. But, you know, he's, he, he maybe he, does still he have clearly, gas in the tank. Uh, yeah, he, he's clearly loving the grind. Uh, I'm sure he fell into a depression of some sort. When he, when he was away from it, yeah, yeah. He looked like he looked dead when he was on Sky Sports all the time. He didn't look like himself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure something was going on with him. Whoa. But, yeah, I just keep those comments to yourself. Um, you don't have to put your neck out for them if they're not doing it on the pitch. But at the same time, don't, <laughs> don't fuck them up like that. Anyway, uh, is that Pulley God getting his goal? Yeah, great awareness to stay on side, run with the line. Yeah, just keep running. Uh, Come on, Forrest. Not bad from uh, Alonso. I yeah, I know. Yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah, moving on from that. Uh, ah, man. <laughs> Liverpool beat the shit out of Arsenal. Something uh, that I didn't see coming. Yeah. You don't, you don't think that was an ass-whooping? No, no, it was a good performance. No, I, I'm, I'm, I just ah, two nil, you know, three one. Oh, really? Three one, three zero. I think it was. Oh, sheesh. Yeah, Arsenal were horrible. But I, I don't know if Liverpool. I Liverpool were mostly back to their best. I think as far as their best eleven goes, only Van Dijk and maybe Gomez were missing. But Fabinho was playing alongside Thiago. They they were controlling the midfield. Um, uh, Jota Jota came on. Did he come on or did he start? I think he started. Yeah, he started and uh, got a brace. Yeah, got a header between two defenders somehow. Dude's like five six. Um, what else? What what, what any takeaways from that? Not really. Yeah. Yeah, that that was an interesting match. I thought Arsenal were going to offer a lot more and I don't know, they just look flat. Yeah, they they look like they lacked uh I don't know. Holgard got zero it. service. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know, it was just a bad game for Arsenal, really. Yeah. Um That that tricked us into thinking that maybe uh Maybe Liverpool were back, but as we saw, they got they got equally beat as bad. Um, maybe not by the score, but in terms of footballing, they got beat equally as bad uh, against Madrid and the champs. Yeah, that was a a proper uh, you know dance off. Um. Yeah, well, I don't know. Liverpool. Do you think? Do you think they'll get a fourth? Fourth place? Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, no, no way. No way. Nah, I don't think it'll happen. I just think they're too far behind. They're in seventh place right now. Uh, from fourth, they're currently. Well, actually, they're three points off. But that's assuming that Chelsea or West Ham or Leicester are going to lose a lot of games going forward, which I don't see. Uh, and they're still behind Tottenham as well, by the way, in seventh. So um, Everton are just behind them as well. I don't know. It's possible, but I don't see it happening. I think they, they don't have enough depth currently. So Liverpool are clearly underperforming from what we thought they were going to do this season, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, is Tottenham is Tottenham underperforming? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, I think they've been very fortunate to have a good good play from Sun and Kane this season. Because without that, they'd be very bad. What um, in the beginning of the season? What would be your aspirations for Tottenham? What were what were your aspirations for Tottenham for the end of the season? I I honestly don't remember what my thoughts were at the moment. Um, if you had to guess. Uh, man, I, I really don't. I want to say, like, top five. Top, top five. five. Yeah, top five for sure. Uh, like, maybe getting, barely getting Europa or qualifying for champions. Um, and that's not where they're at currently. They, they still have a chance of ending up there. Um, and I had them that low because Mourinho's their coach. Well, I think with a proper manager, I shouldn't say proper. I mean, Mourinho's a good manager. With a more... Yeah, that's uh, harsh. Maybe like dynamic manager. I think they could have done bits if Scott Parker was managing that team from day one. Psh, bro, that would have been a squad. Somebody with that kind of coaching style would mesh so well with Kane and Son and Lamela, who are all like quicksters and five star skillers. I mean, they're they're all really good players. I think. All right, so so l- let me address your your expectations for them. For next said, season. No, from from mm-hmm. the beginning of the season, what what their aspirations should be based yeah. on their players and their manager. Their, based, they they yeah. they would aspire at no better than fifth or fourth, right? Yeah, but that's what they're competing for. So if they end up in one of those spots, then goal achieved, right? So is Mourinho <laughs> underperforming? Uh, no, he's he's because because perfor- even with I don't care with any manager, the team that they have now, I don't know if they. If they beat United, Liverpool, or City, if they're all playing to the level that they're supposed to. Um, I don't think Tottenham's best is their best. No, I well, that's my thing. With Mourinho at the, at the helm, my prediction or my projection for them is much lower than uh, some other managers that yeah, I can think of. I don't think with any manager, they would aspire to be better than than champ- finishing in the champions. Um. No, well, yeah, but as I, they are I, now, I don't even know if I predicted that in the, at the beginning. They're of the currently season. in in sixth place, um, which is barely Europa, which doesn't matter because they crashed out of it anyways. Um, you know, my thing is, I think with the with the talent they have on their roster, they're a top three squad. Um, they're better than United, Liverpool, and City on paper. Yeah, for me, they are. The only really? the only other team that's that that's kind of like making me think twice is Chelsea. Uh, but I'm talking about just for the talent they have and depth. Uh, I think Tottenham's huh. not too far behind. Uh, you know, we so forget- better than, they're better than those three teams on paper. Uh, just other on paper, than, like taking taking away all the managers. Yeah, yeah. I think United is is close. You know, but like they they have a lot of spots in their team where they're not that great. Like right I feel, wing? huh? Right wing and right wing. There's their second center back. Like I mean, Maguire is the only center back that's really performing well. And if it, and if he's not, then that defense isn't all that great. Who on Tottenham? Wait, I mean Wan Bissaka and Luke Shaw. They're not starting on Tottenham. Wan Bissaka doesn't even get called up anymore. Uh, Luke Shaw's having a decent season. Get called up from where? The, For the national team. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to supplant? Kyle Walker, Trent, and Trippier. 
Yeah, I know. How, how, how are you going to be better than those guys? I'm, what I'm talking about is Tottenham and United. No, I know. I'm saying before he was actually making the national team. Now he doesn't make it anymore because his, his level has dropped from last no, season. No, I think the other guys are just better. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with it at all. United, uh, England is stacked with right backs, so I yeah. don't think it's a. I don't think it's. And he used to be on that team, and his level dropped, and now he doesn't make it. I don't think it's a negative on Juan Pesaca that those three players are. I don't getting see. Call-ups. I don't. I for and they're moment, better going forward. They're not better defenders. For a moment, I was seeing Juan Pesaca as one of the better right backs in the league. Now I don't even consider him. I think he's a he's a he's a notch below some of the best right backs in the league. Um. um Wow. What are the right backs are better? Trent Alexander-Arnold, Kyle Walker, Joao Cancelo. Um, I don't think... Reece, I don't, in terms of what? I could list a, a few things, but... Defending... It's not, too many examples. All those guys aren't better at defending than Juan Bissaka. I don't even really want to debate Juan Bissaka because he's not even a relevant player to me, like where I consider him to be debated over, but I could think of a lot of players that are better than him. And Tottenham don't have anyone better than him. On the right back. Not currently, no. But you're, you're, just, fo- you're just focusing on one area of the pitch. I think Kane and Sonaldo went in, walk into United. I think Andembele does as well. Um, Son, Son starts easily over Rashford? Yes, for me, yes. Kane starts over any other attacker there. Uh, the only guys that are clear starters for me are Bruno. Maybe Marshall. I don't know. Um, I mean... You start Marshall, but not Rashford. That's interesting. Well, they play different positions, right? Um, uh, for me, I Marshall. Say, I, yeah, I would say they, they're both better coming from the left wing. I don't watch United enough, so I can't really say. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's closer than you think. United aren't this great team. We forget they're in Europa for a reason. I mean, they finished well this season. Fair enough. They're still pretty far off from first place as it stands. Well, so. my thing is, is you're talking about Tottenham as if they're like this – top three team on paper which they're not i think with the right manager they can right um i think that's a big thing you know uh with the if you have the right manager and that's why i didn't i never really predicted much for them this season they have Mourinho, you know i was never gonna shoe them in for like top three finish not with that manager with another one they're just not that team it's it's that simple I mean, they're you know they have a guy who's almost gonna he's about to hit the twenty twenty club, uh, twenty goals, twenty assists. But they're not good enough. I, I mean, they have a lot of good um, players on that team, man. They do, they do. But and Kane is obviously the best one. He's the player of the season for by far. By far? Yeah, I mean, I think statistically, uh, without they also did a, they showed how many of Kane's goals have resulted in points for Tottenham. I think he's clear of everybody. I mean, he's just the best player in the league currently, most consistent. Yeah, no, I I agree that he's the player of the season. I just wouldn't agree by far. I just don't think anybody has a, a statistical argument to even be close. You know, I know, I know the game isn't all statistics, but it's a big part of it. You know, sure. But I mean, sure. if there are other guys, you know, obviously Bruno, um, you know, Gundogan, Ru- Ruben Diaz, yeah. Um, but you know, I think like the the most important player in the league to their team is Harry Kane, and I think oh yeah yeah you know, if he just, if he goes down like Son just went that team is just different you know yeah he's definitely the glue holding Tottenham together yeah but you know just going back to like Mourinho I think or like you're asking me about what I think about Tottenham I think they're actually really good I think with with Pochettino they showed us how good they were you know they were actually. Um, finishing in Champions League positions but 
it, it just goes to show that sometimes uh, certain tactics just become um, non-league friendly, but they're at least decent in cups. And I say that because they're about to go into a cup final soon. Granted, it's the Carabao Cup. Not a lot of people care for it, but um, yeah, like I, I said this in the beginning, when when Tottenham were at the top of the league, I'm like, this isn't going to sustain. I promise you, I, I could put money down now because this it's not sustainable for a long run. And I think if you play other styles, maybe more like Scott Parker's or Graham Potter's, uh, <laughs> shit, even Bielsa. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. funny that you talk about that, and we're I know you're going to bring up the quality, but those are all bottom half teams. Yeah, and for because of the quality, yeah, the money, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's a big deal, you know. Um, if you have a certain amount of budget, you know, it's gonna be tough. If but either one of that, those guys, well, besides Bielsa, because we know that he's not gonna move, but if any one of those guys have a job in the in a, a big team, I guess we can really talk about it then, right? That's what I'm hoping for, and I think this is gonna usher a new agent next season of, of maybe more new managers, younger managers that'll get a chance because uh the thing is england has cycled through so many managers by now um it's yeah, getting it's ridiculous getting, it's getting ridiculous yeah and it's funny that you say that because i was a, uh, I was talking to my dad this weekend and he's a big uh league Mekis guy mm-hmm. and uh you know the managers in mexico are just as if not more fucking cycled than the ones in england you know you talk yeah. about you know the two stints that uh Mourinho's done at at chelsea man there's guys that have coached Cruz Azul in America and fucking Chivas and they've been around the league probably like yeah. 10, 12 teams, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like that's super common out there. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's yeah. just too much money to be made. You know which country I feel like does a good job of not doing that too often? Spain. They're always like ushering in these new managers that you've never heard and, of. And they're not afraid of bringing managers from South America or... Yeah, yeah. Fuck, even Vasco Aguirre from Mexico... Yeah. Managed there not too recently. Just got uh, demoted, so I guess it's not a good thing. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. You're right. Spain, Spain, they're not afraid to, to fuck around yeah. or be not not be as forgiving to managers. Spain and Germany. Germany's another good shout, man. They love throwing young managers into the rough. Yeah. Nagelsmann is probably the, the hottest name on the ticket right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Marco Rose as well. I was about to say that. Rose yeah, again. he's really good, but... Yeah, man, uh, pretty interesting, and I, it would be nice to see that happen in the Prem because I feel like there's loads of good managers, not only in, in the Prem, by the way. There's mm-hmm. some good ones in the championship, and Leeds obviously is, is an example of that. So you brought this up the other day, and it's funny that we're talking about this right now, but, uh, well, I'll, I'll let you give us the, our fun little fact about British managers in the Prem. Oh, yeah, man, that was dope. Um, I, it's funny because I was, uh, like, uh, curious about it because i had seen a stat on that on twitter and i was like nah no way i was like this is too good to be true it wasn't a credible source that where i saw it from so i'm like let me like look into this so an english manager has never won the premier league now a league title has been won in the past but since 92 when the premier league was conceived there's been not one english manager to win the league not one player born in that domestic country to win the league I thought that was crazy, you know? That's insane. Yeah. Like, and, you never and, think of that. Yeah, I, I ne- you never do because you expect it to be, you know, default. There's always going to be at least three, four, five. But, um, you know, I, I was thinking of players. I was like, um, you know, shit. I was like, most of these guys are Scottish, Irish. 
Well, and you would think that, yeah. you know, Roy Hodgson or or Big Sam, they that they've made noise like that. And yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, I'm telling you, there's know. not too many um, that I can even think and say, wow, they're a great manager, you know? <laughs> you from England? Straight yeah, up? Straight uh-huh. up, straight up. I really can't, man. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm probably glossing over some. I'm, I'm not going to claim to have the craziest Premier League, uh, you know, depth there, but... Like, seriously, I mean, it's hard to think of. But I think this new generation is, there's a lot of good ones coming up. Uh, Scott Parker being one of my favorites. Yeah, Scott Parker's, yeah, he's super interesting in his style. Yeah. It's just a damn shame that they got it together. A little too late. A little too late, like in uh, December or January where things were really looking good for them. Yeah. Um, You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, England is not successful at producing Premier League uh, managers that win the league. Yeah. But one country that's really good was uh, Italy. Oh, yeah, I looked yeah. into it. That's you think right. about Ancelotti. Yeah. Conte. Yeah. Oh, did Sadi win the league? Um, I forget. I don't think he did, but uh, he was close. He was, he finished second, I think. Um, uh, Ranieri, who, who won the Ranieri crazy from, one for uh, Leicester. Yeah, for Leicester. Yeah. I know um, there's a couple Mancini of for City in the 1920. Yeah. That was all him. Ah, that was all Aguero. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's there's more, man. There's plenty of them. I'm, I'm forgetting right now. But, yeah, the Italians have had really good luck in, in England. Um, the Scots have been really pretty decent. Um, yeah. Well, the Scots with uh, with uh, Sir Sir Alex Ferguson. Oh, man. One of the, the most successful manager in, in league history. So that's all you got to know. Yeah. But, um. You know, fun fact too, uh, first South American manager to win the Premier League was El Ingeniero Manuel Pellegrini. So, the Chilean. Chilean. Yeah, and since then, um, there hasn't been another South American. So, we'll see. There's been a German in Klopp, and Conte, the Italian, Pep, the Catalan. I know he'll appreciate that. Not, yeah. He's not Spanish, he's Catalan. Um, Catalonian? Yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The, the the league title this year is starting to have a Catalonian taste to it. Cal- <laughs> Catalonian zest, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a little, a little uh, Spanish. Yeah. Uh, no, he didn't go there. Sweet. Um, oh. But anyway, yeah, that, that was interesting. Um, I had a question about the Prem. Because we always talk about, like, the Farmers League this and... Blah, blah, blah. Does the point disparity, because a city out of the top leagues, I think the top five or six leagues, the league leader has the biggest point gap to second place. Yeah. It's not even close. Current, Yeah, it's, it's crazy, you know, and it's been like that for the past three seasons. Yeah, yeah the past three seasons, one, one team has run away with it. And it's no secret that it's the teams with the most depth. Although Liverpool's depth has diminished this year because of injuries, but when they're all healthy, City and Liverpool, I think, are the deepest teams, you know? Mm-hmm. And then United and then Tottenham. It's like it's a mix. Chelsea's up there. Chelsea's up there as well. Um, you know, ever since Bruno arrived, though, I will say that that has uh, taken Man United's level just to another level in terms of uh, now they they really are a top three team on paper, you know? Yeah. Uh, just off his strength. If he's not there, if you take him away, it's a big miss. But, um, yeah, it's interesting to think that 
you know, for so long we shit on, you know, La Liga for always being a two-horse race uh, or, you know, same with Germany, even France. And now it's really England that has become that. I will say, though, to be fair, two through seven is usually pretty tight, usually. And it is currently, by the way. It's not It's not that um, space between uh, United, Leicester, uh West Ham, Chelsea, you know, it's like they're all in that little bubble, man. So it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a crazy finish. I, I really can't tell you who's going to finish above who. But um, the most impressive team and my most respected team, most improved West Ham, you know, for, for even being in that combo. And they stick around. Yeah, they stick around like that fucking dog shit that you stepped on, <laughs> you know. It's like fucking hell. Yeah, and, and, and just like dog shit, you're like, like. Probably 20 minutes in sitting there, you're like, wait, what's that smell? Uh, <laughs> it's like, wait, West Ham? Damn, really? bro. That, I remember I ruined a pair of J's because I stepped in dog no. shit. That's the worst, man. Not the J's. Not the. Damn it. They were all white. Uh, stained. Oh, yeah. even worse. Anyway, uh, R.I.P. Henry's J's. Yeah, sheesh. That was tragic. Um. Let's talk about a. Uh, oh, excuse me. <coughs> let's talk about Chesk, baby. Let's. Let's, uh, let's talk about uh, Atletico about to bottle <laughs> La Liga. I hope not. Come on, guys, wake it's, up! Wake I guess up! It, You're gonna be late for La Liga title. <laughs> I guess it's not. There's no shame in losing to Sevilla. Yeah, they're a good team. Sevilla on any given day can give anybody the work. Any given Sunday, man. Yeah. And yeah, it just so happened to be Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I, I I expected Atletico to figure out how to win, especially because Sevilla in the last two months has sucked. Yeah, and you know, for a moment I was thinking that Holland broke them, you know, after that <laughs> ass whooping in in the champs. But even though they were suffering before that, but. Let's not talk about that, man. That doesn't feed our narrative. No, I'm, I'm a big Holland guy, so. Pues yeah. te la jalas. Ah, you got me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Sevilla. Sevilla's probably going to lose this weekend against whoever they play. Let, let's see who they play this weekend because they used up all their energy to <laughs> to try and beat uh, Atletico. Yeah, Sevilla. Oh, fuck. They don't play until Monday? Oh, they'll play Sato Vigo. That's a good match. That's a good one, yeah. So, yeah, I fully expect them to lose that one. And, uh, yeah, well, they came to play, and they came to show up when they haven't in the last fucking month and a half or two. Uh, but is Atletico going to bottle it? I... I don't. I mean, I don't think so. But these past weeks have led me to believe that they're on a downward, down, downward spiral. Although their losses haven't been by big margins, so that's promising, right? But um, as a supposed big team, no. Yeah, you would, yeah. you would expect them to not lose easily. Yeah, you would expect them to finish it off. But here's the thing: that in this whole run, you would also expect Barca or Madrid to drop points. But they've been very fervent, you know. They've been consistent. Madrid's lost once since December. Yeah, yeah. So and and Barcelona's form in the league in the past eight weeks has been something that I would have would would not have imagined, but it's been really good. So those two factors and and Atleti dropping it, it's gonna make for a really really good final. 
but I don't think they'll they'll lose it though. I think they'll they'll finish the job. Because I was about to ask you, um, is El Clasico this weekend going to decide La Liga race? Oh yeah, most certainly, most certainly. Because not only because the points and the math, the math matters, but uh, you know the significance and the the energy that a an classical win can give you and motivate you going forward. We've seen it so many times before. You know, it 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 does tend to spur, uh, you know, the or hurl the team into the first place position when it's the you know the tables close like this, and the way Atleti's playing. And if I'm Atleti, I'm praying for a draw for you yeah. for the Clásico and um, hoping I win my final games. Because if, if either of Madrid or Barca win, it's scary hours, man. It's squeaky bum time. Squeaky bum. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely clenching. Yeah. Um, man, uh, I'm nervous. There's, yeah. there's a lot of football to be played. I think like eight or nine weeks or eight or nine match days. But fuck, man. Like Madrid have to win every single one if they want to have a chance. Yeah. I don't care. Well, you know, it's promising that Atleti are dropping points. But the thing is, Barca's not letting up, you know? That's that's the only thing that's bothering me. <clears> it's <throat> like, are they going to fucking figure it out? Because Barcelona this week had a... A had little a, hiccup. Had a game against uh, uh, Valladolid. Was it Monday? Yeah. And everything was looking good as far as getting the draw. Uh, Barcelona were struggling to create. Barcelona were struggling to... Oh, you're doing it two-handed. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just had to position it. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was just like... I was like just rubbing my hands together because it was full-time. Oh, oh, oh. Are you a good player? Yeah. I'm good, I'm good. That's some good beer. Oh, yeah, proper. Um, this is just a foam. Anyway, uh, it was 90 minutes. Barcelona was struggling. Couldn't create. But a few minutes before, uh, Valladolid somehow got a red card. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a direct red. It, yeah, it, it was It was a dirty play. It was, ah, man. I mean, It you was know, a rough play for sure. It was a foul for sure. Some would say a yellow. It's like <sighs> one of those cards where people are like, that's an orange card. But yeah, it was either man. a yellow uh, or a man. red. I thought the red was harsh. The direct red. You go to VAR. The anything, thing is, his, his, his heel did hit uh, Dembele's, you know, the top of his foot. I know. And that, know. that can sometimes even break him at a tarsal or something, you know? That's Yeah, but that's like one of those I'm going for the ball and I'm just like way too late play. But it wasn't, I, I don't know if it was dirty. Um. Anyway, Barcelona in the 90th minute figured out how to score. One to zero, man. That's frustrating to me. I was so good to see a draw. I'm like, yes, we're yeah. within three points of uh, of uh, Atletico, and man, yeah, that's a tough one. But yeah. anyway, Dembele hits the back of the net, and suddenly, I know, I know, I know. Damn. But Bar- but Real Madrid, man, uh, I feel like they've been looking so much better. Kind of like Man City, we figured out how to not play with a strike with a proper like striker. Yeah, Benz. I don't know if I consider him a striker, even though he's doing the the brunt of the scoring for us. But without the finishing that we've had lately, it's it's been it's been tough to score. And uh, vamos, Vini. 
Yeah, Vinicius, man. Yeah, he's been playing well. He's been playing so good. He's actually scoring. But Asensio, too. He's been scoring, too. He's been good. Uh, Modric has always, you know, kept oh, his man. head up trying to yeah. score. Uh, well, he, he just creates so much and, and does so much for the team. He's a creator. Creating, defending, uh, holding the mid. Dive. Uh, wow. Just kidding. Um, whoa, what a block. What a block, Mendy. Go on, Mendy. Go on. By the way, Mendy's goal this week. Oh, la, 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 la. But we'll get into that later. Um, no, we can talk about that right now if you want. No, no, no. I, I don't want to take the shine away. Oh yeah, Madrid man. Let me uh, let me finish let me finish off right now. I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I um I'm really happy with the team. Uh, Ramos is out, and we still figure it out. Militao played great. Uh, Nacho is great. Uh, yeah, I don't have too many complaints about Real Madrid right now. Um, get well soon, Varan. Get well soon, get well soon Ramos. He, he got he got COVID. Um, Ramos still has a, a slight niggle, but yeah. the fashion sense did not take a hit. Sheesh, <laughs> guy was look. He was faded on the sideline. What a guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I I love what Madrid's doing. So I hope they keep it up. But just gotta keep winning, man. Just keep winning. Just, just gotta stay winning. on uh, on uh, Atlético's ass. Yeah. I mean, this game's going to be huge, man. I'm so excited for it. I haven't been this excited for a Clásico in years. Oh, this is a no. This is a good one. And it's funny that it's happening at the moment that both teams are at such lows, you know? I, I know. It, I don't know. I don't know. If, Madrid's not at a big low, right? I don't think we're at a low, no. Yeah. I think, but you have you guys have definitely have had better teams. I mean, better teams in past years, especially when Ronaldo was there. It, it's well, yeah, with unquestionable, Ronaldo, yeah. Yeah, 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 of so, course. But like... Out of all Clásicos, this is the first one that's really made me feel something, like an attraction to it, because of where both teams are at at the table, and you add a third, a third person into the mix, a third team. Yeah, because they're both, they're both trying to get above. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's so good, bro. I can't wait. That yeah, I know. I know. I'm excited. I'm bricked up. Ah, too bad I work. Ah. Ah. Working <laughs> that. Nah, just kidding. Man. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you need to get that shift covered, man. Fuck. Oh that. no 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 no. Oh, there's no. Oh, that there's, oh, that's nice all taken care of. What a finish. Hey Pereira, man. You know somebody in the prem is gonna snap him up. That's really hard to do, man. That's a amazing finish. Yeah, like, you wouldn't even be mad if he skied it. Yeah. Yeah, the technique was perfect, but Jesus does that in his sleep. Ah, just kidding. You would oh, have look, to be asleep. Oh, look at Big Sam. Big, yeah. yeah. There you go. Fucking bastard. He's like, get in there. <laughs> oh, dope. Maitland Niles. I forget he's on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he wants to leave Arsenal. But yeah, this is probably the most significant Clásico uh, in in recent memory. Every other time, you know, one team has been already won it or heading to bigger and better things. Damn, if Madrid can do the double, I wouldn't be mad at that. Ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> that would be so... That would be such... Because Madrid like, looks so good in the champs, too. No, they look good, they yeah. They work against Liverpool. It's like... Another it, day at the office, boys. It would be so out of left field, though, because, like, like two months ago or a month ago, we were just like, man, they'll be, they'll be lucky to, like, compete, you know? But now they're winning and they're actually dominating. 
Uh, more so, their Champions League performances have been class. Uh, even going back to Atalanta, but uh, yeah, I was annoyed at the memes that were that were talking about Chelsea feeling good about their about their uh, side oh. of the brand, of the legs. Oh I'm yeah. Like, that's disrespectful. You guys are better than us like that. Uh, no, what? No, because they think, yeah, they think they're the shit under Tuchel. Bro. Like, like, because they've only yeah. taken one L under him, so they just feel invincible. Yeah, right but now. To, to be confident against either Liverpool or, or Real Madrid like that, uh, get the fuck out of here. First of all, uh, right. I really hope that comes to fruition. So, by the way. Dude, like that oh, match Madrid or uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Give me them cheeks, girl. No, no, I don't know if that's going to happen, man. Because, I mean, this game wasn't a good example, but if Mason mounts on his day. <laughs> yeah, as if we don't have someone named Casemiro or Cross or Modric. Uh, I'm going to learn my, a thing or two in that match. Yeah, I'm going to lose my marbles if, if Mount scores against Madrid. Oh, uh, I'm going to lose my go. marbles, bro. No, all right, all right. I know the pot has a way of speaking <laughs> yeah, things into fucking shit, gotta existence. Knock on wood real quick. But yeah, yeah, let me. Uh, yeah, but hey, man, this is what I love about the season. Like, as soon as it's coming to that stage of the last month it's when it gets the spiciest like yeah. the best it's when the food hits best you know yep um and i'm yeah i'm excited for it man i'm bricked up i'm bricked up at the thought of it yeah uh anyway moving on from madrid um what else what else do we got here going on i don't really i don't really know um oh um well speaking of madrid there's been a pretty interesting little debate on Reddit on which one is the best midfield. Oh, and, right. and I know it's kind of unfair because, well, fuck it. Let's get into it. Madrid's got Cross, Modric, and Casemiro right now. Right. Obviously won the, the, uh, the three-peat of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. And they played together for a long time. But versus Barcelona's Xavi Iniesta Busquets midfield who, which both those midfields, I think historically are. Those are top two three. really good. I Easy. mean, those are two really good midfields all time. All, yeah, all I mean. football. Yeah. yeah, it's like it. Cut club country. Yeah, that's um, that's a crazy combination, man. Obviously, you know where my allegiance allegiances lie. Um, I re- it's really hard, man. It's really hard to pick either of them because they're both so good, and it's hard to put one over the other. I'm going to be honest with you, but I love Spain. I love what they accomplished, and a lot of what they accomplished was because of those guys. Won the World Cup, won the Euros, and then, you know, the only team in Spain to get the quadruple or the sextuple, whatever the fuck it was, because I know they won the, you know, the club World Cup. Um, So, like, taking that into account, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with that, the Barca midfield. But, man, I mean, Madrid's midfield... For me, has been one of the most direct midfields. You know, like every player can finish uh, with the tenacity of a striker. Goals from the outside box, good creativity. Just uh, that that you know midfield was very well rounded in areas where Iniesta and Xavi couldn't defend that well. Cruz and Modric, in my opinion, defend better. And Casemiro, I think, is more of a jagged edge than Busquets is in terms of defense. So it really depends on what style you play. Yeah, Busquets is a lot more refined. He's he's more of he's the, a little uh, soft too, though. Oh, he's, he's so he, soft. But he's a tall guy. He's a big dude, so it's it's kind of like almost yeah, ironic. It, but you know, it's tough to body him for sure. But but he's not as as tough as Casemiro. Casemiro yeah. gives you a, a different edge, but Busquets has the technique, passing ability, and vision to make up for it. 
yeah, he's he's just a classy player, you know. Uh, you know, like fucking, he's like damn, what a pass! Wow, yeah, that was a cheeky pass. Um, he's like the kind of guy that plays in the orchestra and Casemiro's in a crazy samba band. <laughs> you know, where he's just running from side to side. And, and by the way, Casemiro, maybe not so much this second half of the season, but he was scoring a lot in the first half, if you remember. Yeah, he'll he'll pitch him with a goal here and there. He's not... Uh, obviously, you don't need him to be your goal scorer, but his ball recovery, I think, makes up for that. Hey. Hey! Was that, Ma- that was Mason Mount, bro. Come on, dog. You got to call that, right? Oh, he's got the skin fade and everything. Yeah. Nasty. That was almost a nice finish, so I'm not going to lie. He just couldn't quite get it well. Like if he, I feel like if he makes contact with that, that's testing the keeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man. It's gonna so be... so you're going with Xavi uh, Iniesta. Yeah, but uh, uh, I will say this: I I do uh, appreciate the versatility of the Madrid midfield more than the Barcelona midfield. But in terms of the style that I prefer and I like to watch. I really do love that Barcelona midfield. And what I watched them accomplish was special. Those guys have the benefit of also playing in the same country. That is one thing. Yeah, it's so impressive the same that not only guys from like different countries, but guys from different parts of the world. Like It's not about Casemiro from South America, who probably grew up playing like, you know, in the streets and, and, you know, favelas and just, you know, crazy futsal leagues where they crack foods hard. And then you got, like, Refined Kroos, who comes from a very technical background. And Modric, who is the best Croatian player ever, the golden boy of that country. They all mesh so well on, on one team under different managers and still manage to put in consistent performances. Respect. Gets in Mason Mount. Mason Mount. 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 Um... He's not bad. Yeah, it's a it's a tough argument. I'm not gonna give mine because obviously I'm biased as fuck. And uh, why isn't Werner shooting that? By the way, <laughs> like, bro, have some guile, man. Go for it. Okay, I no. know. It's such a. He was open. I know. Sheesh. Fair play. He made the right play. That was a nice little fake, though. I will yeah, say. he received it really well. Can't be too hard on the boy. But. uh... Yeah, I thought that was a conversation worth having. I find it really interesting. And just the fact that, you know, there, there's always in on the Internet, everyone always deals in absolutes, right? Yeah. So it's always like, uh, oh, the Barcelona midfield. It's and it's not even close uh, or without a doubt. No. Yeah. I do not feel comfortable saying that, bro. That's why I tell you. It's not Eric. close. It's not. It's it's almost <laughs> equal. I'll say. Yeah, man. exactly. It's just what you prefer and, and what the circumstance is. But. Uh, man, I'm just so I feel so lucky to have watched both of those sets of midfields. Everybody yeah. like salivates over the Messi Ronaldo thing. I love that too, by the way. But uh, the fact that we got to see those midfields, man, like if you can appreciate that sector of the field, you know what's up. Then, and if you don't, oh, man, yeah. then you don't. If you're a stat merchant, you're not gonna know what's up with these midfields, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, people fall in love with the goals and. And yesterday's match was a perfect, was the epitome of of Madrid's midfield. Casemiro, yeah. the bruiser, doing all the hard work, ball recovery, Cross and Modric, creating plays, passing balls. Fuck, everyone was on point that match. I can't like Benzema had a great game linking up. Obviously, Vinicius was man of the match. 
Asensio getting his goal, doing his work. Militao filling in for Ramos. Man, I'm bricked up. I'm bricked up. That's the thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go out, go off too much on, on Madrid because you know I can go on forever. It'll be pretty. It'll be pretty cool if they can get at least one trophy in honor of those guys because they are on on the on the you know on a downward. on the lower end of that. Yeah, it's. I, I'm sure whatever club they go to next, they'll still do bits, but it's gonna be at a different capacity. But yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how time flies. Like I remember. It feels like just yesterday, like, you know, these players were just getting their first runs with the team, and you didn't know that they'd become legends, you know? And yep. that's what they are now, so. Yeah, of course. It's cool. Yeah, I remember even looking at Marcelo when um, uh, Roberto Carlos was still there. Yeah. Was still starting. And I'm like, this dude, like, for yeah. real, like, come on, man. Crazy ass hair. Yeah, but yeah. Nah, man, he's a. Oh, that's another legend. That's That'll a be legend. another good guy to get a trophy. And for. and he played uh, uh, against Eibar, and he, he's doing more of a winger role now. And Zidane, I gotta give him my respects, man, because uh, that man's experimenting. Yeah, he's and, trying something new. And uh, like an alchemist, it's looking pretty fucking good so far. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. Hopefully, uh, they have some. Like an alchemist, they have some silverware to work with. <laughs> well, well, hey, man, well, that guy's decorated. Two league titles, three Champions League, back he's, to back. He's got a few important trophies in the cabinet. Got right? a little bit. Yeah. Got she, a little bit to show for it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Madrid look good. Um, but I guess before we go on to the reviews of the scores, um, Champions League. Right. Yeah. I want to start off with that. Yeah. Um, first game back, we got... I love it because it's so easy to review now, like, because I just have all the games in my head. Yeah, for champs? Yeah, because it's, like, so little teams now, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one you want to start off with first. Champ- well, we'll do the City, City match. City wins 2-1. to one. Yeah. Um, wow, that, that game was a good game. I would say that I was impressed with Dortmund uh, just because they were actually, I mean, I think City dominated most of the match and created more more possession, but... Dortmund shows why they they've made it this far, and that one play alone, where Haaland, um, well, it really started with Jude Bellingham, who did a, a nice uh, misdirection play, plays it a Haaland, Haaland one touch pass, and they score. I was like, okay, I see what the hype's about. A very electric team when they have the ball on the counter, especially. But outside of that, I didn't feel too threatened, and well, I, they defended really well too. Yeah, yeah, they made it tough, but to be fair. Phil Foden could have had a hat trick that day if he would have actually been a little bit uh, more of a killer and, you know, more looking for the goal. I feel and like he was on target. Yeah, he was on target, but I feel, I mean, you know, you got to put tough, it anywhere but where the goalie is. I mean, yeah, not every shot's going to go in. It's tough to, like, be harsh on him and say, well, he could have done this, could have done that. Well, I mean, it's because it was at least a good three or four chances that he had, you know. Yeah, but, he, had, he had quite a few chances. Yeah. But to be fair, like, you, most times he's making the right play, so I wasn't mad with him. But great game from him. Yeah, great game. Uh, but the, the key factor for us in that win was Kevin De Bruyne, uh, our best Champions League player all time. But every time it's a big game, he shows up, especially in the Champions League. Um, and uh, he just does certain plays that change a game on the turn of a coin. You know, it's like it's quick. What a player! Yeah, I mean, he just the ball that the balls that he plays in. Um, he didn't get an assist on it, by the way. But the ball he played into Gundogan to feed to Foden to get the winning goal in the late minutes of the game was massive. And um, you know, 
I thought it was a, a nice matchup, and I can't wait for the second leg in in Germany because that's gonna be a hell of a match. Holland was threatening, man. He's he's I, even though he wasn't like super active, you know, due to the city, but anytime you have to he has pay the ball, he's dangerous. To him. Yeah, he's dangerous, man. And and Royce is still playing at a high level. I must say, no, he's he's a great player. Yeah, you know, as because you tend to forget about him because of those injuries, but you know, playing really yeah. well. Yeah, he should be a World Cup champion. The player that impressed me the most from Dortmund was Jude Bellingham. He showed poise for a 17-year-old. He showed the poise of, like, a 23-year-old Yeah, player. that's not a 17-year-old. Yeah, you have to she say. She got me fucked up if you, if you got me thinking that's a 17-year-old, man. He's, yeah, really a solid player. I thought Gio Reyna's cameo was really good. As soon as he got on the pitch, uh, Dortmund scored their only goal. Uh, he played the ball to Bellingham, but he's just a good connector of passes. Uh, not exactly, like, transcendent yet. Obviously, another youngster, but... I think Dorman has a nice project. I just I think City will be able to see them out in the next leg. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're good, but that away goal, man, it's crucial. Yeah. That's I think that's gonna end up biting City in the ass. Yeah, I think uh, so, man. I hope <laughs> I don't so, know, man. I don't know. But then City played so well. They were they're they're composed. They know themselves. They and on the, on another day that could have been a four one so game. So much, yeah. yeah. I mean, a couple of inches to the side, and Foden scores his shots. Yeah, they just happened to go to the body, but they were on target, and he was menacing the whole match. Um, but we do got to talk about. We do gotta talk about the Ederson situation. Oh yeah, yeah, the 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 foul call that um, they made. Ref called the foul before Rob Var could review it, so he called it before anything happened. Yeah, yeah. So anything that happens after the the whistle, unfortunately, doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was, it was a mishandle by by uh, uh, Ederson and and Jude Bellingham jumped on it, caught Bellingham, but. Ref calls a foul anyway. Um, hard done. But I, I know you have a particular opinion about that. Well, I mean, I, I thought that it was the right call. I, I thought anytime you put your your foot above a player's knee, or at least at the level of the knee and your studs are up, it's a dangerous play. I mean, thankfully, I know Ederson made the contact with him, but I also believe that they met. And, you know, one player's foot was high, the other's wasn't. Uh, mind you, it's a goalkeeper as well. I, I just feel that, you know, it, it was a foul and it was the right call. I know it's kind of sucks for Bellingham. I think I, I applaud him for his effort. And Ederson, you got to be better with your feet. But the fact of the matter is that there was contact made in the follow-through. I do know he touched some ball. But the follow-through is you still endanger a player when your foot is that high. Um, but I, I see the other side as well. And I, I see why uh, Dortmund fans are upset. But I'm I'm I still feel that the ref made the right call. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I because mean, uh, you can hurt somebody on a follow through from taking a shot. It's happened. It's happened a ton of times before. Yeah, but you know and, when uh, when when Ederson has possession of the ball and you're the one attacking him. But he didn't have possession. He mishandled it. Well, he, I mean, the ball had been with him. Like you know, like if if he's touching the ball, he's it's it's his possession immediately. You know. Well, um, he's I the mean, one who has the ball, but he didn't because he mishandled it. So that's that's Bellingham trying to get, and he's playing with his feet. He's outside of his area. the The keeper's protected in his six yard box, but Ederson's caught out, yeah. mishandles it, and Bellingham has all the right to challenge for the ball because it's not coming off his hand. 
No, I he, know, but uh, the guy who had touched the ball last and had it within his vicinity was Ederson. You yeah, know? and yeah, so that's and, why I say, but him he's, being he's the, making a challenge, you know. But yeah, but be, him being the keeper, that doesn't change the fact that he's going for the ball. And it doesn't uh, change still that fair play. Yeah, and it, it doesn't change the fact that contact was made, studs to the to the top of the boot. That's the main concern. If there's no contact with the keeper, I have no he problem. The, he had gotten the ball, and the keeper makes contact with him. So but, just like I mean, just because like he touched just because he touched the ball with the tip of his toe, I don't know if that warrants full possession. How many right? times do we say ball first when when a guy goes for for a tackle? Yeah, but and that's it's not like a it's like in basketball when there's you get fouled on the follow through, right? Um, so I, I think it, I thought it was the right call and, um, thankfully it didn't end any worse than it could have, you know, I know it, you might not feel that way, but yeah, fine. I don't think it's a foul. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the main thing is that the ref didn't let it go to VAR. Not that he didn't let it is that the rules mandate that he can't go to VAR. I don't even know if that changes much. So what are they going to do? Let the goal, let the goal stand or... I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it well, just, yeah, it makes a difference because at that point, Dortmund would have been 1-0. I don't know if it makes a difference because even after they scored, we were able to score again and we created more. But, you know, that's just a game well, of how hypotheticals. How many times do we say that a goal changes the match? A lot. And I and you could say that a goal that would equal, would be an advantage for Dortmund, especially with an away goal, would mm-hmm. change the match, but it didn't. It, it ended up with a three, it's still a three points, or not three points, a win for City. I just feel that I think, um, you know, it, it could have been called either way or not called would be the the better. Mm-hmm. Um, you well, know. yeah, he would have scored if it wasn't called anything. Yeah, and thankfully, you know, the right call was made, in my opinion. I know you don't agree and a lot of other yeah. people don't agree, but, um, you know, just, I guess, uh, don't yeah, make contact. for sure. Yeah, don't make contact with players at the feet and you should be good. I don't think you won't get a whistle. If there's contact made, I mean, I I, I mean, see we why. see it all the time on on slide tackles. Yeah, sometimes calls don't get made, and it's a shame. I'm glad it was made this time. That's that's the point. That's I'm trying that, to make. no, that's that's you, bollocks. Yeah, that is yeah, bollocks. Yeah, well, City going in with the advantage and the rightful advantage, in my opinion. I, I, that's just me. I, I don't I don't think there's anything anybody can say to convince me otherwise. Yeah, and I, I'm sure you feel the same way. Um. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I would I like guess. to hear the official explain it. Maybe he has more insight towards it. Uh, I'm sure there. I'm sure there's a way you can look at it where, where the, the yeah the the ref can definitely tell you exactly what happened. Um, I would love to know the actual rule on that. I don't know. In what sense it would be a foul. Um, we do 50-50s all the time. If that was a foul, I mean, it's just little oh. things, you know I mean? You make contact with a player, especially at the feet, man. I mean, I, I, I see why you, some people wouldn't want it called, but it's if there's contact, I mean, you got to call it, right? Well, for and, example, when you say, oh, the player got there early or got there late, what's that mean? I mean, that's a... If someone's, a, there, if someone's there late, what's that mean? Yeah, so who was the late one? That's my question. You, you think it was Ederson, right? Yeah, because he's the one that made the contact. When we say he got there late, we don't. We never talk about the guy that got the ball. Whose cleats were up, though? He was jumping. That's a perfectly legal move. I, you're like, I you're, mean, if, you're if, in if a position your leg is up, I don't know if that's cool, man. Like, I think... Uh, uh, he's coming... He's, he's not... His leg isn't high. 
high as but like no, that. He, it was almost knee level. It was almost knee level. Yeah, he's coming down. He's he's getting the ball. It's yeah. So like he's he you can't you can't argue that it's a high leg. That, but that's it, always a foul. High leg is always a foul. Right, and but did do you, did and you, that's you, not what the situation you don't think, was. You don't think the cleats touched the top of Ederson's boots? Yeah, because Ederson got there late. <laughs> All right. That's man. that's that's always a foul when a player gets late, and sometimes it's harsh. And in this case, it is harsh, and it wasn't called. So, you know, I I guess. I I, I mean I guess I guess we we just got to end it there because. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're going in circles. Yeah, yeah, there's really nothing. Either <laughs> it's probably agree, tough to listen to. Either you agree with it or you don't, and you move on. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's uh, for me, it's a foul, and I'm glad it was called. Obviously, it's my team, so I'm gonna have a, a particular bias to it. Yeah, of course. But to 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 say that that would have made a difference, I think City were by and large the better team. So, um, yeah, City were the better team. Uh, Dortmund made it difficult for sure, for sure, a hard battle for for City. Yeah. Um, what else do we can we take away from that? Um, that that's pretty much it, right? That Dortmund were fortunate to get an away goal, and City were unfortunate to only score two. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the verdict I get from it. Um, so I don't know. Although I'm hoping for a Dortmund like two to one or. 3-1 win or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, City are just going to dust it 3-0, honestly. Yeah, I, I really don't know what to believe, but uh, I'm I'm rooting for them, that's for sure. Well, yeah. Uh, and then next match was uh, Madrid versus Liverpool. Uh, like we said, Real Madrid pretty much, I don't know, I wanted, I, I'd go as far as to say dominated. Um, Liverpool, I feel like we're fortunate to... Only score a goal, uh, to get a goal, yeah. And then Madrid only scored three, but Vinicius was a man on a mission, and the whole team filled in just as well. You would think that they struggle without Ramos, but and Varane because Varane tested positive for COVID just before the match, and that's not the case, man. Militao, uh, Nacho showed up and uh, did the work, man. Yeah, it just looked it just looked like. The Liverpool's defense was super out of whack. Allison, man, questionable goalkeeping decisions. Yeah, who 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 tried to convince us that Allison was the top keeper? Um, I never thought so. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's unfortunate that people let team biases get to their head, but uh, Allison is a is a decent keeper. I don't think he's all that great. I think great keepers are ones like Oblak, Courtois, Neuer. Um, Keepers that have proven it for a long period of time at top cl- at top clubs for a long period of time. Would you take Dean Henderson over uh, Alisson? Uh, man, I feel bad for Alisson because of all the shit he's been through this year. But uh, currently on form, yeah, I'll take Dean Hendo. I'll take a lot of keepers over him right now, man. Even Rui Patricio. <laughs> like there's, there's, yeah, his level has dropped so much. Like they shat on on Mignolet so he's, hard. He's been he's been making some crazy crazy decisions that have led to goals yeah consistently man making routine mistakes over and over again in the champions league in uh you know in, in, the, in the league, league as well yeah um it's like uh i don't know it's i feel bad for the guy because of what he's gone through off the field right but um you, you got to call a spade a spade and, and realize that <laughs> his form is not that good man 
Um, but, you know, without taking any credit away from Madrid, they played really well, and I felt that their counterattacks were really solid, and uh, the runs that uh, Vinicius made throughout the game, not only the goal, but throughout the game, he was always a terror for the defense. Um, and Kroos was picking out crazy passes, so was Modric. Yeah, well, the crazy thing was that Vinicius was actually making shots that he normally bottles. Yeah, yeah. He If you just w- never would have watched any other game of Vinicius in just this game, you'd swear that he's a, a top three winger in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, he's Mbappe level, which is not the case, but on that very day, he looked like it. And credit to him, hopefully it's a, a wave that he's able to ride. And I think he does great to get into the positions, you know. Like you said, sometimes the only questionable thing is his finishing. But as of late, it's been uh, pretty consistent his and dribbling, pretty lethal. His dribbling um, speed and uh, playmaking have been amazing. Yeah. It's just that, that last, that last uh, step, which is the finishing. If he can do that a whole season, yeah, you got yourself a $150 million player on your hands. Yeah, maybe if he, if he if he has his head on straight for the rest of the season and next, I think I, just, I think it's limit. hard for him for a lot of players to be able to put all of that together. You don't see that. That's why you said Mbappe, Ronaldo. Yeah, you know you don't. Yeah, you don't really get that too often. That's yeah, it's tough. But um, um, yeah, overall, I would say that he he was terrorizing Trent Alexander Arnold all oh, game. Oh, dude, yeah, his Arnold form got really pissed dropped. off. He lost his head. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, I, you know, just don't get in the bloke's face. Uh, <laughs> there was a few, there was a few yeah, questionable yeah, yeah. calls, though. I, I'm not going to lie. There's a few calls. I'm like, damn, we were lucky to get away with that one, you know? Um, I didn't, I didn't really, I was watching the City game more fervently. Yeah. I didn't really catch them, but. um, They yeah. were going at it and Vinicius was attacking Trent the whole match, just giving him headaches. So I'm sure he was just frustrated as well. Um, but yeah, they, uh, the refs were a bit harsher on, on, on him than they were against Vinicius. There was one foul in particular where Trent kind of swings his arm back and catches Vinicius. Oh, la, 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 la. And a little dink, little dinker. Whoa. But uh, <laughs> he's loving it. Big Sam. Yeah, he's crossing his legs. Yeah. <laughs> you can see some of his... Calf skin and shit. <laughs> yeah, He's chilling. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of leg, you dirty slut. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Bakes. Oh, no longer undefeated. Oh, you guys aren't getting your day off tomorrow. Fuck. <laughs> this is just an outlier, though, man. Oh, his Ooh. arm is offside. I don't think they, they pulled it back, though. No, they, they didn't. Wow. Not good. that I. That's good. good. That's good that they didn't. Yeah. But it sucks when my like my team has gotten called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that called yeah. against them. It's like exactly. Fuck. It's so annoying. Man, what a finish though. Yeah, a little dinker. Uh, but yeah. Uh, any uh, <sighs> so, and then uh, after the Madrid game, there was the uh, Chelsea Porto match. Yeah. Started off really well, but then Chelsea just suffocated. Yeah, it was really competitive at first, and then um, as the as the game went on, uh, Chelsea kind of picked up more steam, and uh, you know Mason Mount for me, man. Mason Mount, 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 fabulous goal, and then uh, Chillers getting a goal in the second half off a Tecatito mistake. Yeah, you know I feel bad for Tecatito because I feel like he was trying to do the right thing. It's just you know good good awareness from Benjamin Chilwell to to just press him when the second ball you know is coming in and. 
wow um uh, a really calm and cool finish around the keeper marchesin and yeah easy money 2-0 for me the most dominant performance so far in the champions league aside from madrid aside from madrid um so yeah those are uh, chelsea and madrid have been the two most dominant teams in terms of scoreline and even performance in my opinion so yeah. i can't wait and i think this will happen i can't wait for that leg to kick off when it's chelsea Real Damn, Madrid, that's a good one. That's Stamford such a good Bridge, one. Bridge, bright lights, Mason Mount from the free kick. Oh, oh, Vor uh, pulls it back. Ah, uh, uh, Vor pulls Verna, it back. Verna was a oh. toe away. Oh, and Madrid are going to leave one zero. One zero, and that's it. Drama at the very last. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Nah, that won't happen, man. It should be easy three <sighs> one. Come on, Chelsea. I love nah, nah. the smell of Champions League in the morning. Ah, anyway, um, then the big dog, uh, probably the biggest match out of the out of the quarterfinal, Bayern Munich versus PSG, Paris Saint-Germain. Yes, sir. Right Bye. away, Bye. man. Mbappe shows up. Yeah, he played really well. but Great assist by Neymar. I was going to say, Perfect that's exactly timing. right. Uh, he, he needs Neymar to unlock him because in the final... Papa, I thought his name was Danny Phantom because my boy was a ghost. Ooh, that's a lie. I'm sorry, man. He that's was, a lie. We have to uh, sit back and watch that one more time. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was really not that great. And not to mention that, but even against Lille recently, when they got smacked by league leaders, Lille, he's only good if Neymar's there to you know distract the defense. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. He's still wow. great. He's still great. He'll still get you some goals, man. But, um. But Listen, your guy is the guy that hasn't scored in five goals straight. Okay, oh, I got man, you, man. He's he That's right now. Guy, he's huh? thirty eight in thirty seven matches, seventeen and sixteen at Salzburg, and That's, five in a row without scoring. Yeah, well, you're including you. international team too. And, oh, and well, last I games, checked, Mbappe didn't score either. In those the, are games that he played. Yeah, Mbappe didn't have a hot international break either. So yeah, you but, tell me. But he's not at five games straight. Uh, well, I mean, Haaland has more goals on the on in the whole season, so. We'll leave that at that, man. And and does Holland, he really? Yeah, he does. Yeah, surely he's he's. Does uh, Holland share a pitch with Di Maria and Neymar? No. And Icardi. That would be nice because I'm sure he'd get more. But, you think um, so? He'd I mean, get less. Oh no, that guy's too much of a. He's <laughs> such a good target man. And but anyways, without getting into that debate, because I don't even feel like it's that's really a debate that's ready to be had yet. These guys are so raw yet. You it's know? marinating. Yeah, but maybe one day, maybe in a few years, but um. Uh, yeah, I thought Mbappe was brilliant, especially like for the second goal. Like he showed his individual brilliance, but I feel having Neymar in the lineup, it's it helps him out a lot. It helps him to shine more because now you force a, a right back to go one v one with you rather than two v one, where they you know press you down. No, they got to worry worry about Neymar, who for me was man of the match. Mbappe, great goals, but without Neymar, um, you know, not only the goal that. Uh, Marquinhos scored but the first goal as well that Mbappe scored don't happen without Neymar so I will say though you know great finishing from Mbappe and as for Bayern um, man I thought they were really limp in the first half but they picked it up Muller the uh, second half they were way better yeah way way better Um, but to be fair uh, without Lewandowski and um, Nabry they they look like they're really missing that edge in the attacking side so uh, the game finishes 3-2. Two nice goals from Muller from the head. 
uh, off the head, I should say. And yeah, man, well, I it's think Muller and uh, Chupo Moting. Yeah, and PSG have the advantage now because they have the the away goals, three away goals, and the lead. So it's gonna be a, an uphill battle for for Bayern, but. I don't know, man. Byron, they they don't look uh, really terrorizing this time around. Lewandowski is, is a huge miss for them. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. I think PSG with Neymar in the lineup are a headache for any team in the world and are oh, favorites yeah. for the final. Yeah. Well, the next match is, I don't know, I guess Chelsea. I mean, so, I'm sorry, City. And that's... That's a really good that's one. That's a tough one. I, I, can't, I can't pick one on that one. I'll give it to PSG. Hmm. I just feel like they're gonna, you know, defend us well, counter, and with Mbappe and Neymar, man, that's magic. I don't think anybody can cope with that, but it's just gonna be crazy to see. I, I hope, I hope we can, you know, compete yeah. with them. Yeah. All right. So that's enough about Champions League. We'll just go into a quick little review of the of the games, um, and then we'll figure it out. Uh, so let's see here for uh, the Premier League uh, match week. Fuck, I'm not even gonna count the match week because I don't know. Uh, Saturday, Saturday, April third, the big one. Chelsea uh, loses to West Brom five to two. Leeds beats Sheffield United two to one. Leeds, Leeds. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about this one. City beating Leicester two to zero. Oh yeah, um, easy as you'd like. Yeah, it was a standard. It was a good game for City. They could have scored more. Um, to be fair, Leicester aren't at their tip top right now. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I I am kind of scared because the title might slip away. But you know that was a good result for us. Scared that the title slipping away. Yeah, you know I'm not comfortable yet. Mathematically, it's still possible that United could. Para para Well, Liverpool's technically out of the race now. Like when they said that, when they said that oh, yeah, mathematically yeah, yeah. Liverpool's uh, out of the championship, it's like, yeah, no shit. I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't need math to tell me that. Uh, Arsenal loses to Liverpool 3-0 to at home. Shit. That's just tough, man. Yeah, that was Liverpool a Liverpool showed up, Arsenal didn't. That's yeah. basically all it is, man. Yeah, we talked about it. I wouldn't it look, look too much into it. Uh, Sunday, uh, Southampton loses to Burnley. Or no, I'm sorry, beats Burnley 3-2. to uh, that's a good win for Southampton. Yeah, very bad loss win. for Burnley. Um, Newcastle holds Tottenham to a draw. Tottenham, uh, well, Tottenham were up two to one up until the end. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. No, I, no. I feel like if Kane really wants to get championships and beat Shearer's record, come to City. I mean, I wouldn't be mad, bro, but I, I like there's a lot of other targets I like more than him, but, you know. <laughs> well, for him personally. Spurs, Spurs, former Spurs players have a really good track record at City. Uh, look at Kyle Walker ever since he's been with us so many titles. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind it, but uh, Haaland, come to City, come <laughs> home. And then uh, Aston Villa beats Fulham 3-1. to one. That's one that we both picked Fulham to win, but hey. wasn't meant to be, and... Uh, I'm sorry, I can't be arsed. It's looking scary for Fulham, man. They really need to clean up yeah, their Yeah, they're just not getting wins. As good as they can be, they're just not putting it together. Whoa. And uh, Newcastle getting lucky draws. and um, I know, those who's don't die, man. And then West Brom right here beating the shit out of Chelsea. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
Manchester United struggles with Brighton. Oh yeah. At first, Brighton were giving it to them, and uh, Danny Welbeck, that boy Welbs. Yeah, man, he loves scoring against scoring United. against United, dude. I think that's five times now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, fucking Brighton, they're good. Yeah, they're they're a decent team, and they'll probably see it out, you know. Which I kind of hate to say because I like I like watching Fulham a little more. But you know, two solid yeah, teams. I'm way more interested by Fulham, but y- but yeah. Brighton don't play bad. No, yeah, and they they've actually managed to like get results over a prolonged period. So, gotta respect. And then on Monday, uh, Everton beats Crystal Palace. Oh, I'm sorry, draws with Crystal Palace one one. Told myself I was never gonna bet on Everton, and I fucking did, and I lost. Sheesh. Man. I hate I hate Everton. To be fair, Palace is a decent team. They're all right. Ah. Uh, Wolves. Hosting West Ham. West Ham gives them the business. 3-2. to two. But it was scary. West Ham were up 3-0. to zero. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That shit was a crazy game. Thought they had it done and dusted. Lingard scores. And, yeah. Uh, Fulham hosting Wolves for for April 9. Damn. That's a 1-1 that's a if you ask me. Sheesh. I'll take Fulham. Manchester City hosting Leeds. 4-3 City. <laughs> That's going to be a high-scoring affair. Hell yeah. I'll take a 2-2. Two to, two to two, Just like the first time. So there's a chance? There's You're a chance. telling me there's a chance. <laughs> Liverpool hosting Aston Villa. We know what happened last time. Come on, Villa. Will it happen again? Nah, I doubt it, man. I'll take a Liverpool 2-0. to zero. Whoa. I'll take a nil-nil draw. The nil-nil. Yes. Crystal Palace hosting Chelsea. Chelsea. Come, come on, Chelsea. Come on, Pulley. And then Burnley hosting Newcastle. Jesus. Paul Hecking bottom. Jesus. Burnley versus Newcastle. That's a big match, isn't it? Yeah, I'll take Burnley. Yeah, let's go Burnley. And then uh, West Ham hosting Leicester. Damn. I'll take. God damn, that's a hard one. Yeah. I'll take Leicester. I'll take West Ham three to one. Fuck, I'll take Leicester two to one. Tottenham hosting Manchester United. Are we seeing a six to two? Nah, fuck no. I'll say <laughs> I'll say uh, I'll say a two two draw. Whoa, whoa! Uh, Manchester United one to zero. Whoa! And Sheffield United hosting Arsenal. Sheffield United. Arsenal. Ah. Three to zero. I hope so, man. Yeah, let's go. Come on, Arsenal. And then West Brom hosting Southampton. I'll take West Brom. One nil. <laughs> Me too. Jeez. Me too. I'll take it. Fuck. I'll take it, man. Brighton hosting Everton. Everton. Uh, I'll take Everton. Ah, fuck, man. Yeah. I don't. Ah, man, no. I. Ah no! no. Oh, no. Gun to my head, gun to my head. Everton three to two. Three twos. Yeah, and then uh, La Liga. Ah oh, fuck, man! We have to run through this. Uh, Sociedad hosting Bilbao, one uh, one. Oh, oh no, that was today, Friday. It was uh, Levante losing to Huesca two to zero at home. Sheesh. Saturday, uh, Villarreal beats Granada three to zero. Damn. Yeah, smacking. Just an ass whooping. And Gerard Moreno with the hat trick, by the way. Hattie. 
One of the leading scorers. Uh, and then uh, Madrid laying the pipe on A bar two to zero at home. Hitafel Sasuna nil nil. The nil nil pod. Sunday, uh, Santa Vigo beats Alaves three to one. Elche hosting Betis for a one-one draw. Double hockey sticks. Cadiz versus Valencia wins two to one. Just a shameful match that it kept going. In my opinion, I wish they would have stopped it. Yeah. I wish the stop. I stop. wish uh, they would have said, "Fuck it, we'll take the three-zero loss. I mean, we're gonna lose anyway." Ah. Uh, Do you think if they had the foresight, they would have? Yeah, probably. Save so yourself. Huh? Oh yeah, save yourself the embarrassment. <laughs> Sevilla hosting Atlético Madrid to a 1-0 win. We talked about that. Yes, sir. Barcelona uh, barely beats uh, Valladolid 1-0. 1-0. This Wednesday, Sociedad versus Bilbao 1-1. Double hockey sticks. Both teams uh, pretty much on par. Yeah, well, oh, shit. they're 10 points away. Anyway, um, so this Friday, Wetska versus Elche. I'll take uh, Elche 1-0. 1-0, okay. Saturday, Hetafe hosting Cadiz. I'll take Hetafe. 1-0. Yeah, 1-0. Yeah. Give me Cadiz 2-1. Sheesh. Racist. Athletic Bilbao. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Yeah, Athletic Bilbao uh, hosting Alavez. Oh, come on, Bilbao. 2-0. Yeah, I'll take Bilbao. Abar versus Levante. Uh, I'll take Abar. Abar. Fuck yeah, I'll take Abar. Brangil Salvatierra. And then the big dog of the weekend, Real Madrid versus Barcelona. That's a good one. That's a tough one. Yeah, I I, I refuse to comment. Nah, just kidding. Uh-huh. Nah, I have a two-two draw. Ooh. Madrid, two to zero. Easy as you like. Fuck. Yes, sir. I have confidence in my team. We're playing so good. So, so good. Bro, but Dembele's hitting form. Messi's playing good. Dembele, who does he have? Lucas Vasquez to take care of? Impossible. But if you focus like if you focus too much of your defense on him, then that's just going to leave Pedri open. and That's a scary sight. But Pedri has to worry about Modric, Casemiro, and Cross and... I'm sorry, son. You just don't have it. Sheesh. You just don't have it to meet those guys. And that's okay. That's okay. Those that's an legend. all-time. Yeah. That's an all-time midfield. It's okay to not be better than them. But but they're slightly over the hill, no? I think not. I don't know. I think not, man. It's going to be a good match. At least I hope. I hope it's not a nil-nil boring-ass game. It's not. It's I want not. goals, man. There's no way. Benzema's good. Messi's good. I mean, fuck. It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough one to pick, but 2-0. to zero, Easy as you'd like. Um, give me a little bit of Benzema and give me a little bit of Asensio. Sheesh. I wouldn't be surprised if Vinicius does his thing. And yeah. he and he's got a desk to cook up a little bit. So uh, I don't know. Uh, get, that, get that desk uh, well done. I think Des is uh, probable of scoring against Madrid. That would mean the world to me. He, he has to get past Vinicius and uh, Mendy. And I'm sorry, son, but you're daft if you think uh, he's getting I, past I, that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, then on Sunday, Villarreal hosting Ozasuna. Villarreal. Villarreal. Yeah, Valencia versus uh, Sociedad. I'll take Sociedad. 
I'll take Valencia. Nice. Carlos Soler. Oh, he's yeah, man. He's kind of hitting a dry spell right now. Uh, kind of. He's very dry. Yeah. Valladolid versus Granada. Valladolid. Yeah, I'll take Granada. Granada. Bounce back. One yeah, yeah, and Betis versus Atletico. Damn, yeah. son. I'll take a... 2-2 two, two draw. 2-0 two Atleti. 2-2 two, two, two draw. They sort it out. And then on Monday, uh, Celta Vigo versus Sevilla. Celta Vigo. Yeah, that's not bad. I'll take Celta Vigo for the 2-0 win. Okay. And then, uh, quickly, Champions League. Uh, Chelsea versus Porto. Chelsea. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you said quick. Uh, Chelsea 2 0. Uh, PSG versus uh, Bayern Munich. PSG, I have a 1 0 win for Bayern. Not enough to get through. PSG go through. Sheesh. That's tough. I can't predict that. Uh, uh, 3 1 Bayern Munich. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool versus Madrid. Oh, I'll take uh, I'll take a Madrid win, two uh, one. I thought that too. Yeah, I, I feel like they'll they'll still score. I think uh, Liverpool, their attack is still dangerous. You know they still have Salah, but we'll see. And then you Dortmund. know Klopp Klopp said that uh, he felt the referees were treating Mane differently. I know. I don't know what your thoughts were on that. But I I think that's bullshit. Ah, uh, he's 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 using the race card. I think I I, I think he's. <laughs> Not realizing that Mane's been shit all season. Whoa. No doubt about how bad Mane's been this season. He did dip a bit. He, the, like we said, a the, lot of the, the award for most regressive would probably go to him. Yeah, most um, regressed, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Dortmund hosting City. Manchester oh, City. Yeah, 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 that's right. I'll, I'll take City uh, 3-1. Not bad. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, that's the th- I think that's likely. But a goal from Holland for uh, his audition. Yeah, and it's going to be a perler. A perler. Okay, that's yeah. interesting to predict. What? All right, man. Uh, episode 42 in is the books. Any any last parting thoughts? Um, no, no. Don't no. be racist. I think up, that's a good one. Up the fucking blues. And yeah, don't be racist, guys. Simply put, it's just not nice. Don't be a dick. Yeah. All right. That's all there is to it. We'll come at you with episode 43 in the very near future. Take care. Ciao. Bye.